Well, good morning and welcome, like I said earlier, to Graduation Sunday. We're so glad that you are here today. My name is Crosby Harbin, and I have the privilege of being the student pastor here. And uh, I'll tell you, it's an honor for me to stand up here today. Um, I've been able to be uh, these students' youth pastors since they were in the seventh grade. And uh, I'll tell you, I've, I've been able to watch them grow and uh, become what they are today. And uh, even Mallory standing up here um, is just awesome for her to be graduating. And not only that, but for her to sing that song um, is, is incredible. So our graduates today, they, they hold a very special place in my heart. And uh, it's been an honor to see them. I'll tell you, we've been on a journey, though, from day one. Um, when I became their student pastor, I remember I got voted in on a Sunday morning, but then on Monday morning, I got on a uh, bus with 75 kids that I had no idea who they were, and they had no idea who I was, and, uh, and so it was, a, it was a fun adventure from the start, and, uh, but with that, sometimes things don't go the way that we planned, and uh, I can tell you I thought that uh, that trip that week would be easy and, you know, no problems, no issues, or anything like that. But I can tell you that was not the case. Um, There for a while, I felt like I was drinking out of a fire hydrant. Um, I started off the week having to take a kid to the hospital who ended up having a concussion. Um, That was fun. And uh, we ended up taking him in... in, uh, where we're, we're down the road from the camp, and uh, that, was, that was fun to start off that by having to call his parents, ask them to come up there, and uh, that was the first adventure. The second adventure, and they're in this room today, and I, I made sure that I could tell this story, um, don't embarrass them too much, but the Stowe boys, they, uh, they were having a great week at camp, um, they were decided that it'd be awesome to wrestle in the room, which is what you know, teenage boys do, and uh, so they were in their room hanging out, wrestling, this was on Friday, and uh, Mike and Letha, I really didn't know them at the time, but they said, hey, we got to pick the boys up to take them to a baseball tournament uh, that's closer by, and I was like, okay, no problem. Well, while they were wrestling, their iPhone called 911, and so Anyway, I get a phone call um, from the front gate saying, Mr. Harbin, the cops are here. And I've got Mike and Letha coming to pick Ben and Bailey up. And so I let them go, and and, uh, they went to their ball game. And uh, I went to the front gate and had to tell the cops that, yes, it was an accident. They were wrestling. They butt-dialed 911, and uh, they're not here anymore. They're, uh, they're on a baseball field somewhere, and uh, I'm sorry, but they're not here. And uh, so, you know, things just sometimes in life, that trip did not go as planned. And uh, I'll never forget, even Grady Sanders is in this room. Grady Sanders about broke the door because he decided that he needed to work out the whole week of camp. And uh, he put his uh, T-Rex bands or whatever you call it on the door. I walk into the room, and the, the wooden door in the college dorm room is bowing. And uh, so, you know, I'm like, well, we're going to have to explain that one. You know, as, as a youth pastor, there's never a dull moment. Um, i never forget, I found Austin Jones in the top cabinet 
in his dorm room. They were playing hide and seek, and he had he decided to climb up in the very top and and get in the get in the cabinet. I don't know why, but sometimes seventh graders they they middle schoolers do some fun stuff. But uh, I'll tell you, I'm 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 honored to be able to stand up here today and share those stories um, because it's 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 just an awesome journey that we've been on with these students, and I've been able to watch them become what they are today. And I can tell you, I'm so proud. Of, of what they've accomplished, and, and uh, not only that, but just their walk with, with Christ and, uh, and what they stand for. So, but, uh, but today, the title of this message is called Soar. And uh, the text that we're going to be looking at is Isaiah 40, verse 27 through 31. But before we get into that, this whole point of this message today is, is about how God works regardless of my situation. And when I, when I think about the graduation season and everything that comes with it, I think about how positive it is for our graduates. They get parades, they get graduation parties, <clears throat> they get senior honors and award ceremonies. These students, they go from being put on the platform, being praised and for all of their accomplishments, to sometimes being a number in a classroom or becoming a statistic. In the NFL draft, the last pick of the draft is called Mr. Irrelevant. In 2022, the 262nd pick was Brock Purdy, who became Mr. Irrelevant. But the story doesn't end there. He went from being Mr. Irrelevant to leading his team to the NFC Championship game. After the game, Brock Purdy said this quote, He said, the bottom line is, my identity is in Jesus. See, here's the deal. That game did not go as planned for him. But in his quote after the game, he said, the bottom line is, my identity is in Jesus. Sometimes we have no idea what the journey God has for us or what challenges we may face. I think about graduation, I think about this time, and I think about our graduates, how they're going to step into the classroom, and you know what? It's hard. It's not easy. They're going to face challenges in the classroom. They're going to face challenges on their campus. They're going to have professors that are that are teaching things that they have not, you know, heard about, or they they have different beliefs or views about. Sometimes our situations don't go the way we think they go. Tony Evans' oldest daughter whose name is Crystal Evans, wrote a book called She's Still There. And Crystal recounts her journey through teenage pregnancy and explores what it means to find value, her acceptance, especially when she found herself living a life that she didn't plan. When I think about that, I think about Tony Evans and I think about how well-known he is. And I think about his oldest daughter, Going off to college, he's done everything he, he thought he needed to do, raising her up right. I mean, this man is, is a godly, godly man. He's a well-known pastor, famous preacher, writes books, sends his daughter off to college. There she's with her high school sweetheart, and she winds up pregnant at 19 years old. Her situation did not go as she planned. She said walking down the sidewalk on a college campus, she felt nothing. 
She said she felt numb, empty, stunned, and pregnant. She said, I try to accept the raw reality of my unexpected situation. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I started out so well, I had a plan, I had a vision for what I thought I would do with my life. But somewhere along the way, I lost clarity and focus. The vision of who I was and what I thought I could become, my life was blurred into an unrecognizable mess. Can I tell you something, church? We are flawed. Whether it's Tony Evans' daughter or whatever the circumstances may be, we are not perfect. And sometimes we mess up. But God is there regardless of our situation. No matter what we face, God is there. Which brings me to my first point. And before we do that, let's, let's stand and read God's word this morning. If you'll turn to Isaiah 40, verse 27 through verse 31. It says, why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. His understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will soar <coughs> on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will not walk and not be faint. God, we come to you today, and God, I, I thank you for this scripture. God, I thank you that you give us our story, that you are in the details of our life. God, I pray that this message today is not the words that come out of my mouth, but it's the words that you want these people to hear. God, that it's your message. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. When you think about that, and you look at that text right there, verse 27, why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? The nation of Israel is saying, God, are you still here? God, are you still with us? Here's the deal. There was all kinds of, of sin going on in this time. They were flawed. And they're saying, hey, you know what? Why are you not with us? Why is your way hidden from the Lord? And he says this in verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. He is understanding that no one can fathom. Which brings us to our first point. God doesn't change. Regardless of our situation that we go through in life, God doesn't change. Students that are in this room today, you are going to face trials. But I want you to know that God doesn't change. No matter what your situation that you face, even as parents grandparents, we've all faced trials and, and situations that were unexpected. We had no idea that they were going to happen. But God doesn't change, regardless of our situation. So many times we're the ones that change. 
When God's still there, he's saying, and he's, he's saying to the nation of Israel, Look, I'm still here. I'm the everlasting God. Have you not heard? Do you not know? I'm everlasting. I created the ends of the earth. I do not grow tired or weary. In my understanding, no one can fathom. Because I get it. Because I don't change. I know your needs. Hebrews 13.8 says this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. So many times we find ourselves and we're saying, you know what, God, why, why has this situation happened to me? Now, I'm sure Tony Evans' daughter, at 19 years old, when she was sitting there trying to figure out what she was going to do or what she was going to say, how did I get into this situation? How did this become my story? So many times we've asked ourselves those same questions. God, where are you at? I think so many times as a nation, we've asked those same details. Like, hey, God, are you still with us? God's like, look, I'm right here. I've not changed. I created it this way. I know everything that's going to happen because I don't change. But so many times in our life, we're, we're, we're just like the nation of Israel. We're saying those exact same things. But God works regardless of our situation. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brings me to my next point. God knows my needs. No matter what you're struggling with, no matter what you face in your life, seniors, as you go off to college, no matter what things that you have to experience, God knows where you are in your life. God knows your needs that you have. Whether you're a college graduate, a high school graduate, whether you're a parent, God knows your needs. So many times in our life we, 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 we think that God is too small. We're like, you know what, he's, he's not that good. He can't take care of this for me. Guess what? He shows up so many times in situations. Being an adult, there's so many times in my life where there's needs that I had. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know how this is going to get met. I don't know what, what situation, what the outcome of this situation is going to be. I have no idea, but I know who I can count on. I know who I can trust with my needs. But I can tell you, sometimes that's hard for us. Sometimes it's hard for us to let go and let God take care of our lives. Because we think that we're good enough to take it all for ourselves. Ephesians chapter 2 says, verse 10 says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Psalms 139 says this, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in the book before one of them came to be. God knows what you're going through right now. You know, and it's one of those things that today is all graduation Sunday. It's all, you know, special and we're recognizing these graduates. But I can tell you there's broken people everywhere you go. There's broken people in this room that you have needs. But it's time for you to say, hey, you know what? God knows my needs 
God doesn't change. He knows what I'm going through, and he's right there beside me. So many times we need to own up and say, you know what, God? I can't do this alone. I've got to lean on you. Graduates, you're going to go to college, and you're going to have all these different things thrown at you. You're going to have all these different needs. But I'm here to tell you today, God knows everything that you're about to experience. God knows every need that you will have. And because his word says he's the everlasting God, he doesn't grow tired, doesn't grow weary. He's right there beside you. Whether you're taking a final or, or you haven't slept in days, God doesn't get tired. God knows everything that you're about to experience. Maybe you're in here today and you're broken. He knows right where you're at in your life. And he's saying, hey, you know what? I'm right here, right beside you. You're tired? It's okay. I'm right here because I know your needs. Because we're God's handiwork. We were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. God had prepared this in advance for us to do. He saw all of us as our unformed bodies. All the days he ordained for us. We were written in the book before one of them came to be. Which brings me to my third point. God will lift us up. Psalms 40, verse 1 through 3 says this. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me. He heard my cry. He lifted me out of a slimy pit of the mud. He set my feet on a rock, gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. David is... is talking in this psalm, and he's saying, look, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me. He heard my cry. He lifted me out of that slimy pit of the mud, and he set my feet on a rock, gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God, that many will see and fear the Lord, and that they will put their trust in him. See, David's faith persevered through all of these trials. His feet were put on a rock that gave him that firm place to stand. Here's the deal some of us in the room, we're going to face trials. We're going to have to persevere through these trials. But just always remember that he will set your feet on a rock, on a firm place to stand. And that our lives should reflect Him in everything that we do. Because when we wait on Him, He comes down to our level as a father meeting His children. When I think about this text right here about David, and I think about the scripture that we're reading today. Verse 29, he says, He gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord... They will renew their strength, soar on wings like eagles, run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. When we wait on Him, He comes down to our level as the Father meeting His children. So many times in our lives, 
We, we send our kids off to school. We send them to graduate. But let us not forget that they still need us. That we are their foundation. That we are their rock that, that are able to help guide them still. Just because they're not living in our house does not mean that they don't need to be prayed for every day. Does not need, mean that, that we don't need to pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, how you doing? We have to keep that relationship going with them. As a father meeting his children, we have to meet them where they are. God knows everything that they're going to face. But we have to be ready as parents to make sure before they go out to equip them so that they know when they walk on a college campus, where their job is, that their foundation is in Christ. That they have that personal relationship with God. I can tell you, I grew up as a pastor's kid. And you know, I've walked through so many doors of a church. Walked down aisles and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't until I was 19 years old that I realized I was lost and I needed Jesus. My parents could not save me. But it was the gospel of knowing what Jesus did on the cross for my sins. Pastor Jamie's been talking about this. He talked about it last week. Our children have to be equipped to own their faith. So that way they can be empowered to go out and to bring the gospel to a dying world. I can't imagine what, it's, what this world's going to be like when my kids get to where they're standing today. Can't even fathom that. But guess what? God already knows. God knows my needs. God knows everything about what's going to take place in my life and in my ch children's life. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because He knows what we're going through. So parents, I challenge you today. Stay connected with your kids. Don't just send them off to school expecting them to go off to school and you're paying for their college and and that's it. No, we have to be rooted in their lives. As the father meeting his children, I, I, I think about the story about Tony Evans. And I heard this illustration on the radio while I was driving down the road the other day. And it was Crystal, she was talking on the radio about how she struggled to make the phone call to call home. Now, I can only imagine what that's like and what's going through in her mind with her dad being as well known as he is and being famous and all of that kind of stuff. You know, I know she was embarrassed and I've been there as a pastor's kid. And she said she called home and she made several phone calls and, and um, she would just hang up immediately. And finally her mom picked up the phone and Crystal didn't have the words to say. And her mom, Miss Lois, said, are you pregnant? She gave her answer and she said, well, I've got to go get your dad. Now, I can only imagine how that conversation went from there on. But she, she says later on that when she talked to her dad, she said in Tony Evans' fashion, he said that he loved her and that everything was going to be okay. Because I'm here to tell you today, God doesn't change. 
whether it's a pastor's kid, whether it's your kid, what regardless of the situation, God is there with you, walking beside, right there with you, every step of the way. So many times in our lives we think, hey, you know what, we're supposed to live this perfect life. As pastor's kids, you know, that we're supposed to be the most best, well-behaved children on the face of the planet. But I can tell you, we're flawed. That's why God had to send His only Son to die for us. Because of the sin in our lives. And so when I think about that, I think about that conversation and how Tony had to come down to his daughter's level and say, you know what, Crystal? It's going to be okay. God's right here every step of the way. And I'm here to support you, and I've got your back. Parents, we have to do that for our kids. We have to equip them to where they're prepared to go out into this world. So that way they can be the light and meet people where they're at. Verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard, that the Lord is the everlasting God? He's the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. His understanding, no one can fathom. We cannot fathom how understanding our God is. And how powerful our God is. And so it's, it's one of those things that when we talk about owning our faith. We have to raise our kids to be able to own their faith. That they have to understand that it's a personal relationship between them and God. That us as parents, that we can do all the things raising them up in the right way. But we cannot save them. It's not how good they are. It's not how many times they go to church. But it's about them having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Church, we own our faith by making sure that we're equipping our young people to do that. That we're making them empowered to go out to where when they're sitting in a college classroom, they're like, hey, you know what? What my professor's saying, it's okay because I know where I stand with God. I know where my faith lies. Would you pray with me? God, we come to you today and God, I thank you for this message. God, I thank you how you use us to do your work. God, I thank you how you use this illustration that we will soar like wings of eagles. That, you, that your wind lifts those eagles' wings that we're able to fly and that we, we will be able to soar. God, I thank you for what your word says. That you do not change. That you are the everlasting God. So God, during this time, as we have a time of prayer, God, I pray that you'll be with this moment. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. As Caleb is playing church, I want to challenge you during this time. If you've got a graduate in the room, or, or maybe your graduate's not here today, but you've got a graduate that's graduating from high school or college. Church, how we own our faith is by coming down to this altar and praying for our graduates. As they go out into this world... We need to make sure that they have that prayer over them every single day. That us as a church, that we take that by owning our faith, is by praying for our young people 
as they go off into their next step in life. So church, if you would join me down here during this time, if you've got a graduate in this room, take this time to pray with them, to pray over them.